We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, I'm Andy Herman of the Pack of Day Podcast. I'm here to tell you about TickPick. TickPick should be your very first choice to buy football tickets because they save fans money by never charging any service fees ever. TickPick is the exclusive ticketing partner for the Packaday Podcast and the Blue Wire Network. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Packaday Podcast. What's up, Packer fans? Welcome into the Packaday Podcast. Happy. Packers game day, Monday night football, Packers-Lions should be hopefully a entertaining game, hopefully a get-right game for Green Bay after the butt whooping that they took against the Saints in Jacksonville a week ago. I think everyone is expecting this to be sort of this get-right game against the Lions where, you know, whereas everything went awful a week ago that they kind of get more within the framework of their offense and their defense is able to benefit from the Packers offense actually working and maybe have a little bit more complimentary football than we saw a week ago. But of course, that's why the games are played. And if we're being honest, as much as it might be easy to say right now, listen, the Packers have more talent. They're the better team. They should win this game easily. The Packers were worse than every other team a week ago. And if you're comparing the lines and the Packers, at least when both teams got down huge to their opponents, the Lions actually fought back and got back in that game and almost had an opportunity uh, to tie it at the end, whereas the Green Bay Packers completely basically folded over after a rough start and then a couple interceptions and the Saints just literally uh, whipped their butts right out of Jacksonville and now we have to see what this Packers team is made of going into week two against Detroit. And I do think there's going to be some keys to this game that we're going to want to keep an eye on and what will ultimately determine this game uh, between the Packers and Lions on Monday Night Football. So without further ado, let's jump in and get started. These are going to be the 10 keys that I'm going to really be watching for in this game. And I think number one is can the Lions follow the same game plan that the Saints used a week ago? Now, defensively, the Saints are a much, much better team than the Lions. And the Saints looked just phenomenal on defense a week ago, right? So I think there's going to have to be some differences there in how the Lions go about trying to defend Green Bay. But offensively, from a weapon standpoint, I mean, going in, like if you were, if I told you going into the season, like I don't think Jameis Winston or Jared Goff, like the difference there would have been that great. 
Um, you know, Alvin Kamara is certainly the best playmaker either team has, but the Lions aren't lacking for good running backs in DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. TJ Hawkinson is a better weapon than anyone the Saints had in their in either either wide receiver or tight ends room. So the Lions have a slight advantage there. I think the wide receivers are very, very similar and nondescript, maybe not household names, but some guys that can make some plays in a pinch if need be. And then from an offensive line standpoint, the, the Saints are definitely better. Uh, and again, Saints have maybe the best offensive line in football, but the Lions have some really nice pieces along that offensive line as well. So I, I don't think it's like an insane you know, discrepancy between the talent levels on these two offenses. Again, the defense definitely so, or the Saints have a huge advantage there. But I still think the Lions try to kind of copy and paste the game plan that the Saints used a week ago and use it against the Packers and see if they can have some success. Because you know, even if you're a little worse, that game plan worked to perfection against the Packers. Now, Green Bay had all week to prepare for it and is going to be ready for those sort of things. But at the end of the day, you start with running the ball against that Packers defensive front, knows Darius Smith now. And you have to wonder, can can Green Bay's defense simply hold up and, and get the Lions into some third and uncomfortable situations where they actually have to throw the ball. And then even in those situations with Nozadarius, can you get pressure on the quarterback? Can the defensive backs hold up on the back end? There's still some serious questions. And I think Detroit's going to be very aggressive in trying to attack the Packers defense the exact same way the Saints offense did. On the flip side, they're going to make the Packers prove that they can run the ball, especially on the inside with Aaron Jones, with those rookie offensive linemen, uh, potentially no Lucas Patrick. He's listed as questionable on the injury report. So we'll see what happens there, but you could have John Runyon Jr., you know, Josh Myers and um, Royce Newman as your three interior offensive linemen in this game. That's a lot of inexperience up front. So, you know, they're going to make the Packers try to run it up the middle. And if they can't get things going, then you're going to see a same similar cover to approach, take away the outsides, you know, play some man-to-man defense and make Aaron Rodgers try to extend plays and and be patient. And I think Aaron Rodgers will do a better job of that. But I I think Green Bay is still going to have to show that the game plan that the Saints used worked great in week one, but they learned from their mistakes and they're not going to let the, you know, the rest of the NFL do the same thing that the Saints did. So I think that has to be focus number one if you're Green Bay. Number two, I mentioned TJ Hawkinson already, but there's very few playmakers for this Lions team. And I don't know that I'm going to, I'm ready to put TJ Hawkinson fully in the the playmaker, um, you know, category quite yet, but I do think he's the guy that you have to start, you know, by keeping an eye on, right? I'm not saying that like when you line up on defense first down, like you're trying to take away TJ Hawkinson, no matter what, because I think you're start, you're trying to stop the run first if you're Green Bay. But I do think Hawkinson is their unique player. And I think, again, I always look at it from if I'm the defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, how am I putting together this game plan? And if, that, if I'm the Packers, the, the player that I want to make sure that I'm aware of, how are they using them as both a run blocker as well as a receiver is TJ Hawkinson and, and how the Lions run their offense potentially through him. So I think you want to... Yeah, I'm not saying like, again, like have two guys, you know, ready to, to watch TJ Hawkinson, but I think the game plan has to start with him and how they're using him and how they're kind of setting up their offense by going through either, again, the running game through TJ Hawkinson as a, an extra blocker up front or uh, as a, you know, quote unquote playmaker uh, in the receiving game. So definitely needs to be a focus for Green Bay. Number three for Green Bay is I, I think really taking control of this game early. And we saw Detroit fight back a week ago against the 49ers. So I'm not saying that like if Green Bay jumps out to like a, you know, 
14 nothing lead or something like that. Like you can just like, nope, oh, that's over. Green Bay's going to win. Detroit showed a lot of fight in week one. But I think after that week one performance, this is the first home game of the season. I think there might be a slight bit of nervous energy going in to this game for Packer fans. And if all of a sudden the Lions go up 7 nothing, I think you're going to see a lot of that. I think there's going to be a tangible feel of nervous energy. So if like all of a sudden the Packers kick off to start the game and the Lions go down 15 play drive and score a touchdown, all the momentum that you had home field advantage, you know, getting, trying to get off to a great start and, and, and get right game against a bad Lions team, that's all out the window. And now Green Bay, you could see Green Bay pressing on offense. You can see this nervous energy and all of a sudden the, the, the Lions feel more confident and they like, you could see the, the crowd and just everyone starting to gain a little negativity if the Lions start out this game great. On the flip side, if Green Bay starts out and they're up 14-0, the crowd's going to be going nuts. It's going to be crazy. Everyone's going to be like, okay, week one was a little bit of a fluke. They're starting to get right. And I think that momentum and energy could carry over through the remainder of the game. So again, if I'm Matt LaFleur, I'm receiving, I'm if I have the opportunity to win the coin toss, screw doubling up. Like I, I don't care. Get the ball, go out, execute your offense, be multiple, both running the football and 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 getting the ball down the field, and, and just have your full, you know, weaponry available to you, and, and your full arsenal of of what you want to accomplish available to you. Not feeling like you're already behind in the game and having some nervous energy because the Lions went down and scored a touchdown on their opening drive. So I think taking control early and getting off to a fast start could be insanely helpful for the Packers. Number four is I think you really want to attack their corners, but you want to do it within the confines of the offense, right? You looked at the Saints corners last week and you're like, all right, you know, maybe Paulson Adebo, we'll see if Marshawn Lattimore plays, or maybe he's a little bit banged up. Like we want to attack their corners because they just don't have a lot of depth there. Uh, but the Saints were able to take away the run game and then get, you know, make the Packers predictable. And that made things a lot easier for the Saints and they weren't able to attack those corners. And to be fair, uh, Paulson Adebo played fantastic football. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson ended up playing in the slot and playing well. And then of course, um, Lattimore did play. So there wasn't quite as many opportunities there. But listen, if Amani Arurie is your top corner, you are not in a good spot. Like he should probably be more of like a number four, number five corner in the NFL, to be real. And he's their number one. And the next guy's up even worse. So there's a lot of meat on the bone to attack those corners, but you can't just go in and, and start getting pass heavy 11 personnel and not go to your offense, right? Take advantage of what's there, but through the confines of your offense and still establishing the run and getting everything going like you need to, because it can be tempting to go out and attack those corners, but you need to have a game plan and you need to execute within the confines of the game plan and specifically running the ball, play action, things like that. Packers football is finally back and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Packer tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices in all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. Personally, I can't wait for that first game back at Lambeau Field, Packers-Lions with fans in the stands again. I've already got my tickets from TickPick, and I'll be there watching Monday Night Football in person. I absolutely cannot wait. Visit TickPick.com slash Packaday today and use promo code code Packaday to save $10 on your first order of Packers tickets.
Did you know that two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they turn 35? Spoiler alert, there's a reason I usually wear a hat when recording my Pack-A-Day videos. As I've gotten older, my hairline isn't quite what it once was. That's why I decided to try Keeps. Keeps has been so easy to use, giving me access to easy hair loss treatment and prescription medication delivered directly to my home. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair with treatments starting at just $10 per month, and Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash packaday to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash packaday to get your first month free. keeps.com slash packaday. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Number five is better communication on defense. For all the, the plays that were given up due to lack of communication and knowing who's covering who, there were even more plays on tape than that, and that was concerning. If I were Joe Barry in this defense, I would have spent the entire week making sure that everyone's on the same page and knows how to pass off receivers and that everyone's literally doing the same things because that was not the case in week one. Those lack of 
you know, those communication breakdowns, I should say, are definitely nerve wracking and, and that stuff can't happen. So that needs to get cleaned up. And I think that's one of the things you really want to see from the Packers and especially the defense this week. Number six is special teams. Last week, offense was awful. Defense was awful. Special teams was fine, right? They didn't do anything great. They didn't do anything good, but they didn't do anything terrible. And that's usually a win for the Packers special teams, but you don't want to all of a sudden have, you know, the offense and defense playing this better, but the special teams just giving up huge plays or, you know, something where it gets the lines back in the game, right? You And you want to see continued and consistent progress from that special teams unit. We'll see if they can quote unquote stack success and put two, ni- two nice weeks together. And again, you're just looking for competence from that special teams unit. They don't need to be great, but if they can be average, you, you like your odds for this Packers team. Um, and we'll see if they can kind of continue that this upcoming week. Number seven, and I've made mention of this on numerous occasions, but this is where they start to need to figure out an identity on defense. Are you playing bend, but don't break? Are you going to be more aggressive? Are you going to press? Are you playing off? Are you going to be more of a blitzing team? Are you going to try to get home with your front four? You know, what are you going to win with? Because last week, nothing went well defensively and it didn't matter what they were trying to accomplish. It all fell apart. So they need to start establishing an identity on defense and figuring out what it is that they're good at and what they can do to limit opposing teams, or at least start taking the ball away. Even if you're giving up some big plays, if you can get a couple of big plays of your own, that could be a game changer for this Packers defense. Number eight is where does the pass rush come from? We know Zadarius Smith, of course, isn't going to play. He was placed on IR. Can Preston Smith, Rashawn Gary, Kenny Clark, Kingsley Kiki, is there enough there to get to the quarterback? Again, Lions have a pretty good offensive line. I want to see what they can accomplish. And I think this is a real big opportunity for Preston and really what ends up being a contract year. And Rashawn Gary, his time really to take over, Kenny Clark to earn that contract. Those guys need to get after the quarterback and, and they need to figure out a way to put pressure on Jared Goff so he can't just sit there and have all day. Because if he's a clean pocket passer and he has time, that's his way to be successful. If you have to get him off his spot and make him uncomfortable, that's that's a huge way to beat the Lions and just frankly beat Jared Goff. So pass rush needs to step up, especially with Zadarius Smith not in the game. Number nine is use that home field crowd. And again, this all goes back to getting off to a good start, but this this crowd back at Lambeau, this is like this is perfect, right? It's September football in Green Bay, Lambeau Field, Monday Night Football. I guarantee that crowd is going to be jacked up, and especially if you can get some momentum early, use that crowd to your advantage. Maybe your defense can get fired up from having the the fans on your side, having a bit more energy, um, and and again, just using that home field to your advantage. I think that could be um, a real big boost for a Packers team that again didn't exactly play well in Week One at a neutral location, and then number ten all gas, no break. And I want to see this offense be a bit more aggressive. I want to, in, 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 in the right ways, right? I don't want you taking shots down the field against cover two if there's nothing there, but stay aggressive, do what you need to do to put points on the board. That's how this team is going to win football games and keep doing it. We saw the Lions last week, put a comeback against the 49ers. If you know, go out and score 40, like if you have the ability to keep putting points on the board and, and have that all gas, no break mentality, I feel like it's been a little bit since we've seen that. And I want to see Green Bay keep the pedal to the floor. I mean, it starts with just putting points on the board, period. But if you're having success, keep doing it. Don't slow down. Don't let the lines get back in the game. Carry that momentum. We've got a really tough couple games after this against the Steelers and 49ers and the opposite order. But you want to get a win here and you can't have something go crazy at the end because you didn't keep your foot on the foot on the gas and keep finishing the line. So 
I think those are your keys. Um, I think those are all going to be important to Green Bay success. Hopefully they can pull out a win. My prediction, Packers win, I'm going to say 31 to 20. And I think it should be a good entertaining game, win at Lambeau Field, and hopefully a get right performance. And we see some positives from this Packers team that hopefully they can carry over into a really tough road matchup on a short week against the San Francisco 49ers. That's going to do it for me. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be right back here tomorrow breaking down the Packers performance against the Lions. So make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. But until next time, and as always, Go Pack Go.